Welcome to the Forstex Metric Minute brought to you by Ball Performance. I'm Kareem Drakawi, and in this upcoming series, we will closely examine the countermovement jump and several of its key metrics. This information is intended to help practitioners better understand and leverage force plate test results. By the end of the series, we will have analyzed various movement strategies and explored training ideas, but we need to start with understanding a few key concepts. The first of which is eccentric peak velocity. Simply put, it's the maximum speed a person reaches while dropping down before a vertical jump. This power equation nicely summarizes the relationship between power, force, and velocity. Now from baseline, increasing velocity will naturally increase power. However, increasing downward velocity requires greater deceleration forces being put into the ground, thus increasing force as well. Therefore, increasing eccentric peak velocity will increase ground reaction forces, maximize elastic energy storage, and result in improved power and jump performance. We can use eccentric peak velocity to assess movement strategy and athlete readiness. Baseline testing easily determines an athlete's eccentric strategy and where improvements can be made. However, periodic testing may reveal changes in strategy when an individual moves significantly slower than previous tests. Common reasons for this include soreness, injury, or general dampening of the neuromuscular system due to fatigue or other factors. A simple take-home message is that eccentric peak velocity is a key metric that sets the tone early for the entire jump and is used to evaluate or monitor athletes. For more information, have a look at bald.com, send us an email, or reach out to us on any social media platform. Thank you. The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some awesome practitioners who are always trying to evolve and continue to grow professionally throughout their career. The problem with many of us, though, is finding a new outlet, a new way and a new perspective on the questions that we may have, whether it be programming, whether it be situational with dealing with coaches, or whether it be career advice. Because all too often what happens is we get stuck in with the same group of friends and the same group of colleagues that we reach out to for advice repeatedly over and over again. But what we should really be looking for is different perspectives, different people who have been through different situations who can help us make better decisions both for ourselves and our athletes. And one awesome place to start with that is the forums in the Strength Coach Network. In the forums in the Strength Coach Network, you'll be able to reach out and get feedback, input, and advice from coaches from all over the world, from everything from career advice to training modalities to programming. There's people there just for the same reason as you are, to try to get better, to learn, to share information, and to grow the field of strength and conditioning. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash cvasps, that's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash cvasps to dive into all that great content today and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Jay DeMeo coming at you with this week's edition of My Thoughts Monday. So we just completed our second week of the Return to Sport uh, program that we've put together. So this is going to probably come out the first, so this will come out, excuse me, the Monday of the start of our third week. And there were some things this week that happened that really, they were really neat. And it made me take a kind of deep breath and step back and think about some things and I think that it's something that we did, but I don't know if we did it on purpose. And I think that it's important 
for us when we're looking not just at these return to sport or, you know, post-injury return to play or whatever it may be program. I think that these are things that we need to be able to do more of. Um, and that is, you know, kind of have like a checkpoint. You know, having situations where we are moving and we are adding or changing or evaluating whatever we're doing and using that as something that's going to drive the decisions that we are looking to move forward. Kind of like an old, like, choose your own adventure book, if you may, or when you could get to a save point in an old video game, like, what are you going to do after that? So what happened, so you understand where this came up, was the week one, we, we added a little bit of uh, volume through the week, right? We started, we added a little bit of stuff, we came back on Monday, we added a little bit more, we started to look at, you know, trying to get kids up to greater speeds, trying to increase the volume a little bit on the conditioning, and, you know, we also added the skill work with the coaches and you know as expected the kids were uber excited the coaches were uber excited and they really got after it and that's great it's great it's exactly what we expected would happen we have been talking about this whether it was coaches versus covid free vasps any of the instagram lives we've done this is what we expected so it's not something that we should be upset about. It's something that we knew was going to happen. So that's all right. We were ready. But what we didn't know is how they were going to come back the next day. And they were pretty dinged up. You know, they were they were pretty sore. They were pretty tired. It, it was a little bit more taxing than they expected. Now, this isn't the coach's fault. This isn't the player's fault. It's what we expected. So what we did is the four or five of us sat there and we, we watched them run, watched them do things, we talked to them, and hey, you know, we just didn't add the second thing we were supposed to add during the week. So like I said, this was kind of a accidental checkpoint. But, you know, when we sit here and we have these programs and we have these things that we put together, I think that all too often what we like to do is be like, yo, man, it's on the sheet. That's what we got to do. Right? Like, we did two weeks of X, so now we have to change it to Y. And I think that that is where, in these situations, we maybe aren't quite seeing the forest for the trees. Because if we're just in such a, a rush to get from point A to point Z, and we don't look at each of the letters in between it, are we moving the athlete at the proper pace and are we progressing them in the best manner to ensure their success? Or at the least, are we at least looking at it as a team globally through all of them and are they able to progress at that point? Because you can't go from A to Z without B, C, D, L, M, N, O, P, all of it, right? But we're in such a hurry at times to get to the fancy stuff that maybe if we were able to set ourselves some checkpoints and say, we'll add a little here and see how it goes. We'll add a little there and see how it goes. 
and then see if you actually need to add more. Now, it would have been a lot neater and it would have probably given us a lot more information and been a little bit more helpful if we did do some more objective testing. But I think that the subjective stuff in this situation definitely serves its purpose. How do they look? Are they not getting out like they were? Were they not as chatty and warm up? Are they moving like they're sore? Are they taking extra time to stretch? Like you can see that there are things that are kind of nagging them a bit. If these are the cases, right? Why are we looking to add more things? Now, I'm not sitting here and saying we should be, you know, avoiding all soreness. Soreness is bad. Fatigue is bad. And all these things are bad. No. What they are, are they are giving us information about where we're at. When they added something totally new, right? When they added skill work, wouldn't you accept them to be, expect them, excuse me, to be a little bit sore, a little bit tired, a little bit more fatigued than when they were doing nothing on top of it, right? When they were not doing that second activity, wouldn't you expect this to occur? So we ended up seeing what we thought we would see but seeing what we thought we would see ended out changing the direction that we thought we could go. And again, I'm really lucky to have an awesome group that I get to work with. I think our performance staff is really, really awesome. And I think that having the flexibility and the understanding that the goal is to keep the goal the goal, right? As Dan John has said, and I've quoted probably a trillion times, um, if our goal is to best prepare them to be ready for team practice come the start of school, then making sure that we go from one-on-one -on -one instruction to small group instruction and we continue to progress so that we can get there is probably more important to us than adding some short weightlifting exercises that may or may not actually help prepare them for what the final thing is, and that is to get this team on the court, ready to practice together, ready to do their work, and to continue to progress sport practice, because we can do the strength stuff later. But would love to hear if any of y'all are doing this or some thoughts you have on this. Like, What are your checkpoints? Where are you seeing them? How are you finding them? Because I think that really this is one thing that's going to change a lot about how I do things and it was completely and totally on accident we want the body to be able to withstand more stress we want the body to be resilient under more stressful conditions repeated bouts bigger outputs all of those things but we need to remember that soreness and fatigue are ways the body lets us know that it hasn't adapted yet, so it's not quite ready to handle all the stress you put upon it. So maybe sometimes pump the brakes and come back and live to fight another day. But again, would love to hear your input, thoughts, theories, what you're doing, what you're seeing, and how you're building these things. And if there are any specific checkpoints that you're utilizing, because I think that this could be points of, in a point in time where we're all able to look back, hopefully, because we all have a season, and we all have done these things different. And we say, hey, this worked, that worked, that didn't work. What's it going to change for you moving forward? So 
We'd love to hear it, and as always, truly appreciate everything you all do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. I'll see you then.